Hi everyone. So today I wanted to talk about my sexuality or my sexual identity journey. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I was never someone that really um, questioned my sexuality. I've kind of always known, but um, it wasn't something that I really shared just because I did not grow up in the best environment, which by now you know. Um, like my family was just incredibly homophobic and just like just things that I grew up with. And the truth was I was never close to them. So it didn't matter like me sharing. Like I honestly didn't care. My like they just it, I, it honestly just didn't matter. But um, they would make, make fun of me because I wasn't I didn't date and like, oh, she must be gay or blah, 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 which is funny because I, I am queer. But um. Through my own just like searching, I do know who, what I am. Um, I would fall under demisexual. Um, I am someone who needs a emotional attachment or emotional connection before I feel any sexual drive. And to be honest with you, I've been in positions where I felt the emotional attachment uh, attraction, but I didn't feel any sexual attraction growing up it was something that was kind of used against me like because other people were dating or flirting because I didn't want to I was seen as weird it was also interesting how I was then also seen as gay except I still wasn't showing any interest in anyone I guess I never really understood why it was such a big deal like why why did I have to I also have um childhood abuse which a lot of these people knew so it was just interesting that I like also I never understood why it was anyone's concern again I didn't grow up around the best people so I already know to remember that when I think back to certain moments but it was just strange to me that even I had friends who would question it but I don't understand why it's for you to question if I don't want a relationship I don't want a relationship but the point of this weird podcast right now episode is it's not how do I explain it I'm demi romantic but I am also pansexual I've never felt um like in my mind even when I was young I didn't I understand the concept of genders I guess but I never was someone I was like oh I can only see myself blah 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 when anyone asks me like you know, who I saw myself ending up with, if I saw myself ending up with anyone, I just said, I truly don't know. I knew their personality, but I've never known anything past that. Like, I know what I want in a partner, but I never, the rest just didn't make, like, I, in my mind, it didn't click that way. So as I got older, and I would identify as queer, um, there was a time in my life where I thought I was asexual, But that's a fun story. It was actually kind of through doing research on that that I kind of found myself because they're just, first of all, the ACE community is just so welcoming and very warm and there's so much research and there really isn't judgment and they're just really nice. And it was kind of through them that it did make more sense because I remember being like, well, I don't think I'm ACE because I could recall once and again, that that one number is very important to remember that I felt a physical attraction. It's like a sexual attraction to someone. I was 14 and I was at, um, I don't know if you know what UMBC is, like a University of Maryland, Baltimore, 
college. I can't remember, but it was like a summer program. And that was this really nice, pretty lady. She was like our, how do you like our camp counselor kind of, it was like the school thing where you would go for the summer and kind of like learn what it was like to be at college. It was just really cool. Um, but my high school was doing it. So maybe I was 15, 16. I can't remember, but I just remember the first time I saw her. Um, it's interesting. I know what I felt. And I was just like, I had never felt it before. And I remember being really confused by the feeling because it's not that I don't, I can, t- I always try to explain. I don't, This is why I don't really talk about my sexuality because I always feel like I bumble and I like fumble and it just sounds weird, but I just want to be honest. And that's kind of why I made this podcast because it's more about me and not me trying to present myself a certain way. What I remember is that I just felt a lot and I wasn't used to it because I've never felt that before. I can see someone and be like, objectively, oh, that person's attractive to me. You might not think that, but in my mind, I've never needed someone to tell me what was attractive. I can see it for myself, um, but that wasn't that. It was uh, it was a lot more for my little <laughs> mind. And I, just, I always think about her. She was so so pretty. I still remember her name. I'm not going to say it, but she was, I, it was nice, but okay. But I'm getting ahead of myself, but, um, it was interesting. So that was the first time I ever felt like a sexual attraction to someone. Now, this is why I always say, keep in mind that one, I'm 28 now. I have never felt a sexual attraction to someone where I did not have the emotional bond formed. It's something that has never happened to me. And since that one time when I was a teenager, it has never happened again. Now, this is another story I'm going to tell. I actually remember how old I was. I was 15 and I had a guy best friend. And I remember he'd always been surprised that I didn't like him. When we first met, he was like, oh, it was always weird to me that you didn't have a crush on me. And I was like, why would I have a crush on you? And he was like, he was like, oh. I was like, oh, what? He was like, because you were talking to me. And I was like, yeah, because you were funny. And we were the only two freshmen. Actually, he wasn't a freshman. He was a freaking sophomore in the class full of seniors. Man, I needed a friend. Okay, <laughs> you weren't talking to dead people. And you were nice to me. And I didn't, what's this, what class was that? All I know is that I had to do stuff. It was um not home act. Did they put me in woodshock? Woodshop? I don't know. Oh my goodness. I'm having, I do not like going back to certain memories in my mind and I think it's there. But anyway, he became my best friend. We were great together. I really cared about him. What happened was, I remember exactly the moment this happened. I was telling him about my experience in false stick here and I had cried on the phone and he and I had stayed on the phone up. I think we started being on the phone at like 8 p.m. and we stayed on the phone until 5 a.m. Like, he was just someone I could talk to. I could always talk to him. But the reason why that is important, because I remember that day, because that was the first time I started feeling things for him. And I remember getting off the phone with him and feeling this weirdness. And, like, now, looking back, I think I was falling in love with him. But it it scared the hell out of me because I had never felt that before. 
and it caused me to panic. Now, to be fair, if you look back at my history, this is not uncommon. If I start feeling any strong emotions or I should have paid more attention to that day, I run. It's something that I've actively, actively worked on, but that is the truth. I'm a bolter when emotions become too much for me. But this was the first time I had done it that way. And we, mind you, we were still friends. And then he ended up moving. And it was actually kind of doing like a break, maybe winter break. And I ended up texting him like, I don't think I can be your friend anymore. I'm just starting to get in this really weird place. I don't know what's happening, but I just need to distance myself from you. And he was really confused. He didn't know what was going on. But I was like, I can't handle this. And I remember he texted me. On Thanksgiving, I think I'm mixing my breaks up, but he texted me on Thanksgiving, like, happy, you know, Thanksgiving or something like that. And I, like, didn't answer. I also don't celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> but, like, I like, didn't answer. But this was so, this was such a weird moment for me because I couldn't figure out what this fear was. Like, I remember, fe- like, I just, I was so scared. And, but when I look back now, again, I'm 28. I'm an adult. I know what I felt. I was I was developing feelings and romantic feelings, but they scared me because I, I didn't understand and I didn't know what was happening. And I just felt like I was falling and like I just I wasn't in control. That's like one of the scariest things for me is not being in control. I work very hard to be in control of my emotions. Um, again, if you haven't listened to my other podcast episodes, I have a lot of drama. Um, but in that moment, it, it was interesting. And I think back to those two situations, but anyway, that's kind of just as like a small part of my like sexual journey, I guess. I just, I've always known who I was. I just, I never had like the titles or like the words. And again, I'm probably butchering everything I'm saying right now. But even then, I think that's okay because this is how you find yourself. But I've always known who I was, what I was, whom I was attracted to. It just felt like other people always felt like they had a say or I just didn't understand the interest that people had in me. Like, oh, why don't you like anyone? Like it was said to me just mean. And mind you, there was someone in my life once when she was like, um, she said something, but for some reason, I must have brought up the fact that I also do like women. And she was like, well, how do you know? Have you ever had sex with one? And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure. How old was I? But what was interesting about this is that at that time, I had never had sex with anyone, which she knew. But again, this was also someone who knew about my childhood and who knew that the only sexual experience I've ever had was not consensual. I was underage. I was sexually abused. Um, And she knew this. So to have her throw that at me that way, I was just confused. And I was like, why? So why does that mean that I'm not attracted to women, but you think I'm attracted to men? Which, by the way, I also am too. As I said before, I think I'm attracted I've I just don't I don't see it that way so I'm very open to loving everyone like honestly like but even then the only reason why I had specified women is because she was making I can't remember what the comment was but I think it was I there's a part of me that feel like it was homophobic because I remember another conversation where 
I remember someone was like, oh, so you don't have a preference of who you date? And I said, no. And they kind of was like, so you would date someone transgender? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Because again, in my mind, I just don't, it's not that I can't hear what you're saying to me. I just don't understand the anger behind it or the violence. Like, I just don't get it. Like, like I, I tr- like I'm not even saying that. Like I'm truly being honest with you. I, I'm not connecting with what you're saying to me, because again, the way she acted, like she asked me, I was just like, "Did I? I just said that. Like, what are you talking? Like, why are you looking at me like that?" And she was like, "You don't see anything wrong with that." And I said, "No, like truthfully, no." But it's it's something that's always been there in my life, where people are actively upset with me because I'm. I don't do or say the things that they want me to say, which I found was so interesting because you had no problem with me being queer. But the minute you're like, oh, you would date someone transgender and I say yes. Why do you have a problem with that now? Like, honestly, why, why, why was it that me saying that you just looked upset? Like, I just. Anyway, that is not about this person. This is about me. Um, but yeah, I just want to, this isn't going to be like a short video. Cause I, I honestly, there's no script. I have no idea what I'm, what I'm saying really. I guess I just, maybe this is part of me wanting to thank the ACE community for always being really nice to me and the queer community and, um, the internet for helping me find terms. Because originally when I started doing research, it overwhelmed me, but the more I kind of, I remember I really typed it. I typed this in once that says, look, I am only sexually attracted to someone if I can feel an emotional attachment first. And then I said, but even then there have been times because mind you, even with that guy, best friend, I felt that emotional attachment. Um, I did not feel any sexual attraction at all. Mind you, even he pointed that out that it was always strange to him that I wasn't attracted to him. Now, this also could have just been, mind you, he was like 15, 16. He's a young man. So, of course, he thinks everybody want him. And it was a little big head. And I was like, dude, what is wrong with you? Like, oh, my goodness. But I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I was, like, looking on the Internet. And I remember typing that in once because I didn't know where to start. I just, because I don't, I don't always understand. But I know but, like, what's interesting is that I always knew, but, like, that's what's interesting. I know. You know, I might have not have, I might not, see, even right now, I'm stumbling. It's because sometimes I feel like I don't have the right words, but I know what I feel. Like, I know who I am. And and the truth is, I have always been someone who needed an emotional bond. It needs to be there before I can feel anything like before there can be any romantic attraction I'm not someone that has crushes um actually if we're being honest I don't think I've ever had a crush I just I'm just not but that doesn't mean that I I couldn't you know I'm 28 it could happen like I just I, I but I know that I am someone who I has always dreamed of falling in love with my best friend. That sounds like the most beautiful story I could ever have. Like, and I feel like that's me. Like, I would be the person to fall in love with my best friend. And that's kind of where I see myself and who I'm going to end up with. 
And besides that, I really can't tell you anything more about the person. I can tell you about the personality traits that I look for. And I can tell you that I want them. No, they will be kind, honest, generous. Um, someone that's always trying. I don't think any of us are the best versions of ourselves. We want to be. But if we do this life correctly, I think we're always going to be growing and changing and developing developing and that's okay I want someone I can evolve with I want someone we go through this journey together so for me that does make sense I feel good (laughs) um yeah I guess I just wanted to share a little bit more about myself and my journey and also once again thank the ace community because that's kind of where I started they were always really nice to me and they're kind of nice to everyone. Like, you don't... What's interesting is that sometimes we don't talk about the bad things that happen in the queer, the queer community. But I just feel like the ace community was just, like, really safe and just warm and welcoming and always have education. Like, they are always there to educate you. I don't know. It was just really nice. So, thank you. And thank you for listening. Again, this is a short episode, but it's also my ramble thoughts. So I hope you enjoy. Bye.